Let me ask you something. Does your work make you happy? Do you know what your potential is and do you use it? Do you deliver value that you're truly proud of? This is the Happy Work Podcast, where we discuss all the things we can do to make our work and with it our life better. So for this Thanksgiving week, I wanted to record a short episode on something that I think is very fitting for this time of the year of uh, celebration, and that is happiness. Uh, happiness is something that we all seek secretly, but we oftentimes either don't admit to it or we have a very strange idea of what happiness actually means. Now, I have had a lot of people reach out to me over the last years actually wanting to know what it is, this thing that we call happiness. What does it actually mean? What is it made of? How do you define happiness properly? And that's a brilliant question because if your definition of happiness is skewed, your definition of success is skewed. And therefore, the work you do happens for a skewed reason. I talk about happy work a lot. Work that comes from our happiness and that expresses our happiness through the value it offers to the world and therefore also spreads happiness in the world. But now we have to go back a little bit to really investigate, well, what is that happiness that lies at the core? There are two ways of defining happiness, just like there are two ways of living your life and there are two reasons why you do work. The first one is the prevalent definition of happiness, and that is something you must achieve. You would not believe how many people think that happiness is a destination. It is a commodity you need to be able to afford. It is something that lies in the future, something that is not part of the present moment, something that we need to get on the road and fight hard for. So it's like a mountain that we have to climb. And once we're up there, you know, we earned our happiness, just like the same way we see in the transactional culture success. Now, this is, of course, very, very problematic. A, it says that the present moment is void of happiness. It is an unhappy moment. And for most people who see life that way, who understand happiness as such a thing, it would mean and it would entail that 99% of their time they're unhappy. And they're just striving for those moments of happiness in between, those short sugar highs, those breaks from the struggle. Now, if that is your definition of happiness, you have completely given up control over your own happiness. It's now dependent on situations and conditions that have nothing to do with you. You make it dependent on the weather, on whether or not your partner loves you whether or not your family is there, whether or not you have a family, whether or not your job is good or if it pays well, all these things that lie outside of you are now the factors that define whether or not you're happy. So for many people, work is nothing else but the achievement, the, the, the ability to afford more of that happiness. Now, what is that happiness that they then eventually afford if they are lucky enough? Well, it's nothing else but short breaks. As I mentioned before, it's just a break from the misery. It's nothing else but a short vacation from the unhappiness of their everyday lives. And that, of course, has nothing to do with happiness. Happiness is not a shower that keeps switching between hot and cold water. It's not a cocaine high that comes and goes, because if that were the case, 
it would be much like an addiction, something that's elusive. And that's exactly how you define happiness right now, most probably. The same way you define success is something that comes and goes, something that you work hard to achieve and then work even harder to keep. But no matter how hard you try, it just keeps slipping away. That's because your definition of happiness is outsourced. You make the world responsible for your happiness, not yourself. This also means that you've invited this strange idea that happiness is somehow something that happens or will happen in the future. The idea of postponed happiness is so extremely popular. We support this idea every day when we talk about retirement. Retirement is nothing else but us admitting that our definition of success is a hurtful one. We say that we have to now endure decades of misery with occasional breaks to then be awarded happiness at the end of our lives in the form of retirement. So that there is a paradise or, or a haven, a safe place waiting for us that will make all the misery that we endured before worthwhile. And this is, of course, absolute, total, utter bullshit. First off, a lot of people will never reach that place. They will never make it through the gates of heaven. Second, even those who do reach it oftentimes realize then that that cannot be it. There's no real happiness in retirement when people suddenly stop living for something and they just wait for death. They often realize that is not really the kind of happiness I expected it to be. And that is simply because of that odd definition of external happiness. When we think that happiness lies outside of us and is an item we have to either be able to afford, buy, or achieve, or weigh it out so that we can then reach it, then we often realize how void, hollow, and meaningless that item actually is because that's not real happiness. But now, let's look at a different definition of happiness. What if happiness was more like a blanket that wrapped itself around you? that was there all the time, something that just wraps you in, something that's always with you, like a baseline, a proper baseline. And that is exactly the definition of happiness I talk about. And that kind of happiness, I actually spell all capital letters. This is the real happiness. It's the one that we live and have as an attitude, as a mindset. It's something that we use like a pair of glasses as context, as a way, as a perspective, a way of looking at life. When we look at life and ourselves with true happiness, we realize that it, happiness is not something that lies in the future or outside of us. It is something that is within us and that is constantly there. Happiness needs to be a mindset. Happiness needs to be the origin of our story. When we wake up in the morning, we should not open up to an external idea of happiness because it might not be there. We should immediately wake up to our inner reality and definition of happiness and nurture that. It means nothing else but you saying that A, you deserve to be happy and B, your intention is to fall into that happiness. You choose to be happy. You choose to be happy. Now, if you say that, if you make that the definition of your happiness, a lot of things happen. First off, you take control. You admit that is not your bank account 
or someone else's health that will interfere with your happiness. It's you who can make a conscious decision to be happy. That is you taking back control. But now that also entails something else. In order for this to work, you employ unconditional love and an abundant mindset. Because to say that this present moment is enough, this present moment, I accept it exactly as it is. I want this moment here to be my moment of happiness means you accept everything as it is. It means you take control over your present moment. You say, I am enough as who I am right now, where I am right now, when I am right now. You leave that idea that you need to be better in the future, that you're broken and you need fixing. When you say, I deserve to be happy and I decide I choose to be happy. You say, this present moment is perfect. I see myself for who I am. And I use this moment here and now as a starting point to expand my happiness. Now, this is decisive. You expand happiness. You don't achieve happiness. First, you have to have it in the present moment. That is the basic operating system. That's the baseline. That's what you need to have. You have to employ a mindset that has an intention of happiness. That is your basic operating system. Right now, your basic operating system is you need to be safe. You need to make more money. You need to be uh, more successful. You need to make more, be more, find more love, all the things outside of you. That operating system needs changing. You need to change it from an external idea of happiness to an internal idea of happiness. And the simplest way is to say that you have happiness in this present moment. You choose to be happy in this present moment. You take back control over your happiness definition. Say, it is happening here right now. This here is my opportunity for happiness. This is the only moment. This is all that matters. Because this means that you start to accept yourself for who you are. You start to see yourself for who you are. And you start to show up as who you are in the present moment. And what happens when you do that is magical. When you do that, when you see yourself for who you are and you show up as who you are, well, the work that you do serves that very intention. And I said it before and I will say it again. There is no happier person on this planet than the one who shows up as themselves and acts in accordance with their own truth. That requires you to have a definition of happiness that is rooted in the present moment and with your inner self. You will never be able to call yourself a truly happy person if you don't know who you are and you constantly look for yourself outside of yourself. If you keep saying that you're broken and you need to climb mountains in order to find a break from your misery, you will never be able to call yourself happy. But the one who says that he or she is enough in the present moment where they are and they will now make decisions that support that happiness from this day on has everything in their hand to own that happiness and expand that happiness. Now, I know what some of you might say. How can someone possibly be happy all the time? Of course, that's not possible. And that's not what I'm trying to advocate here. What I'm saying here is that you take responsibility over the way you feel. You are the master of your emotional reality, which means you are also the master over your happiness. Of course, if you face grief because you lose someone who's dear to you, 
you now have that grief in you as a reality. However, because you realize that you're the master of your emotions, of your happiness, you are the one that says yes to that grief. And that grief now does not impact or impair your happiness. It is just a momentary change of program and then you come back to your happiness. But because it happens within the context of your happiness, it does not destroy you. It does not define you. It is just something that is a momentary reality. And that is okay. That is the difference when you take control over your happiness definition. And by the way, this concept that I'm talking about, I did not pull that out of thin air. This is simple observation of nature. That's a that's the dominant idea behind everything in nature. You right now are inspired by nature, by its growth. You see things grow and now you want to grow, but you want to grow through external factors because that's your definition of happiness. In nature, everything grows from inside out, not outside in. A plant, a tree, a flower, anything in nature seeks to expand. It doesn't seek to grow. It seeks to expand. It seeks to share itself more and better with the world. That is the whole driver behind uh, nature. It's not like you. Your driver is to find success and happiness out there. No, nature doesn't need to find success and happiness out there. It has everything within. It just needs to expand further so that it can give more of that happiness into the world through its fruit. And this is the decisive thing. And that's why this idea of happiness that lies at the core of our being, that is nothing else but us stepping back into our nature, our true nature. From the moment we were born, even before we were born, was nothing else but to have this happiness in us as a constant reality and have it express our truth, have it constantly be our truth. But a toddler doesn't seek for answers in the world. A toddler doesn't look for happiness in the world. It looks for ways to express that happiness that is already stored inside of the toddler. So it's the same for us, except that we have to come back to this realization by overriding this strange operating system that somehow happiness lies outside of us and is somewhere in the future, bring it back into the present moment and bring it back inside of you. Simply by showing up every day and saying, I deserve to be happy and I choose to be happy. And this present moment is my starting point for my happiness expansion. Now for the upcoming holiday season, I invite you to reconsider your definition of joy and happiness, of love, as something that has to start within yourself, something that has to become a reality that you own and you create so that you can then share it with your friends and families and spread it in the world as true owner of that definition and not because you're owned by it. Mm -hmm.